Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hi, Andrew. Hello and welcome back to Vegas. Welcome back to Vegas. We're back. <laughs> home sweet home. Did you miss Las Vegas so much? I did, yeah. What did you miss about Vegas so much? Just that it's home. Everyone speaks English. <laughs> I can order the food that I want whenever I want. Life is good. So Andrew's been in Montreal or was in Montreal for 10 days? Yep. And... There's a lot of French spoken in Montreal. Shockingly, right? How European of a city is Montreal? Very, it is. Very right. European. At times I had to ask them to repeat stuff because... Couldn't understand the accent? Couldn't understand the very French accent, but it was, it's so charming. Damn American. It? I know. What has happened to me? But yeah, Montreal is awesome. Uh, so really good charming. Time. Good times there, but yeah, good to be home. It's... Uh, Nice and sunny here. It's 80 degrees in Las Vegas. Not yeah. a cloud in the sky. It's beautiful. <laughs> and it was raining in 40 in Montreal yep. a couple of days. But welcome back to Las Vegas. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, what are you looking forward to doing the most now that you're back? Well, uh, sleeping. I got 10 hours of sleep last night. That was very glorious. Yeah, I was pretty wiped out. It's just good to be home in general. It was such an interesting month because it was like the sort of epitome of uh uh i'm not sure how we would phrase it but it's like the opposite of just doing your own thing as a poker player that last month was um there was you know the event in barcelona that uh was a party poker event then we went to stone's casino for their spring classic event then off to montreal for another party poker event so it's cool to like do these things with other uh groups organizations um especially when it's like companies that you respect um what they're doing and they're doing good things for poker. But when you're doing these things, you're like involved in their event more than like just there to grind, really, you know? So you felt like you had a, you had a job? Yeah, kind of, which is another interesting thing to mention because uh, the poker results were kind of like downswinging for a little stretch there. Um, we talked about that in the videos. So to have these other things going on is, uh, is it's nice to have, you know, when poker's not going that well. But it'd be great to get back to the the solo operation. Well, it's so good to have you home, but that interview you did with Kristen Bicknell, mm -hmm. that was amazing. She's so sweet. She is. Um, and it was nice to... She's Canadian. I mean, she's just born that That's way. That's true. Canadians are so friendly. I love Canadians. Hi, Canada. Will you have me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was just so frank about, you know, her poker journey mm -hmm. it wasn't like painted in any sort of way it was just very matter of fact and i thought it was really refreshing and inspiring especially because there's usually like the one celebrated way of becoming a poker player or you know like the path obviously if you had a training site then you present that or sell that as the path to becoming a successful poker player but she said something so interesting about just being focused where you are. Mm -hmm. um, and I think even with any job, right? Like if you're at your work and you're watching something on your phone, on the side, or on your iPad, are you really focused and making the best of the time right. to probably learn something or do better? And I thought that was really, really key. Yeah. Well, it's also like really cool that she 
pretty early on in her in her life, she found the thing that she like legit loves more than anything else. Yeah, her excitement about loving poker was the best thing to see. She was yeah. like, I just love poker. Yeah, she's been obviously been to Vegas a bunch of times now for World Series. She said she's been out in Vegas for about 15 minutes. <laughs> So that's pretty that's pretty awesome. And obviously if you if you find a thing that you love, it's it obviously helps a lot to be able to put in those quality hours of focusing and not being distracted cuz why would you want to be distract, distracted from the thing that you the, love the most anyway, you know? Yeah, but I don't even think it's always about the thing that you love, right? I mean, she's lucky to have both, like the thing that she loves and then be able to focus on it. Mm-hmm. But I think just in any endeavor like say you go to the gym, mm-hmm. you go to the gym and then you watching a soapy or whatever. Are you really focused? Like I don't watch stuff at the gym or like if I'm running, I'm running. So I'm like focusing on the body and then you like feel really? your muscle. Yeah, I don't. I mean, listening to music or a podcast, something that's just like in the background. But I don't know about. So maybe you love running. <laughs> A lot of people, when they're running on the treadmill, they're uh, trying to distract themselves from the running and sort of forget that they're running and just, you know. Just get through it. Yeah. But see, I mean, like you want to feel the different muscles and sort of feel if your body's working right or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever the case is. So, but I took away from the conversation focus, Yeah. you know, just being focused on doing what you're doing. And even imagine if we didn't have so many like phones at the poker table or iPads. Right. The game would be so much different. They yeah. think it would be a little bit more engaging. People would try and get better to bring their A game. Yeah, it would be a really interesting. Yeah, I wonder if it'd be tougher or, or uh, easier because people would be focusing more. But I think it would be probably tougher. But then you would. It could be more fun though. Maybe people would be having more conversations with each other and just more social game in general. Yeah, I think they might be trying to get you off your game you know oh, you're yeah. so focused then they would try and like chat to you trash to talk get you off your game. yeah i mean i don't know it could be interesting but thanks Kristen bicknell yeah that was really really cool conversation you should have more of those yeah have you heard of uh, anna is it anna konnikova no that's the tennis player oh no that, i think that is her name yeah thank you thank you <laughs> so apparently oh it's maria that is a tennis yeah, player. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Maria Konnikova. Yes. She is a blogger turned poker pro. Did you know this story? Yeah, writer uh, for The New Yorker, I think. Yeah, she's she's just doing it. It's a pretty crazy story going on in the poker world right now. Yeah, I, oh, obviously, I've never... I've seen her, like I saw her win all those events yeah. earlier in the year, but I didn't realize that she was a writer turned poker player as an experiment right she um, decided she was gonna do an experiment and put herself in the poker world yeah she's and been getting started winning well she was getting tutelage from eric seidel who's yeah. you know obviously been around for years and uh got a lot of poker strategy information from him she he took her under his wing apparently so to say and uh rolled it's she's been to the moon with her results yeah that's amazing do you think you can get her to do an interview? Maybe. But I thought that was really interesting. Is that all you got to say about it? Well, I was going to say that, like, when I wanted, with these interviews that I want to do with, uh, you know, like some some female, uh, somebody said I overused the word crusher, but, uh, you know, these female grinders out there, I want to, like, sort of focus on, like, the girls who've been, you know, 
been on the daily grind for some time. So not new ones? I mean, there's no rules against it, but it was just sort of general concept. Why is that? Because it's hard to like get under the wing of Eric Seidel. So it's hard to it's hard to like follow in the footsteps. But like somebody who goes and plays two five or five ten or you know even one two or two five games or like you know smaller stakes tournaments, it's a little bit more relatable and approachable. Mm-hmm. I think her story is still interesting. It's so. definitely an interesting story. It's awesome. Um, yeah, it'd be cool to have a chat with her either way though. What industry would you go into if you? could find the Eric Seidel or equivalent? Hmm, that's a good question. Hmm. Nothing. Andrew loves poker as much as Christian Pignol, <laughs> clearly. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, maybe like, you don't want to hear it, but maybe like opening a bar. Yeah. If I could find, like the guy who owns, uh, I don't know if he still owns it or if he sold it, but the guy who owns Excess Nightclub at... Mm. Uh, the win like he would be pretty cool to like have as a mentor or even just like business in general if we were to open up like uh i don't know what sort of business that would be but just sort of some sort of startup business and have someone guide you through it guide me through it because <laughs> you don't want anything to do with this i can tell by the look on your face what are you talking about just kidding i just asked you which industry so yeah. you'd be in the booze industry probably wouldn't be the best idea for my health but yeah but he probably the guy who runs all owns excess and all these nightclubs probably doesn't booze that, that's that the much. thing that's the thing he said that he never drinks when he's in las vegas he only drinks when he's like on vacation interesting another focus thing right mm-hmm. because it's so easy to get distracted in this beautiful city of ours it is just look at that weather out there out that window <laughs> man that's a beautiful sight okay focus i've never been happier to be in las vegas than i am right now yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I wanted to talk to you about pop culture. Andrew, Ooh. how old are you? <laughs> Do you want to tell the... 38. We've been over this, I think. I mean, I think I think we've mentioned this before. 38. Okay. But there could be a brand new tell That's listener true. who doesn't know. Yes. A very young 38. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you only look about 30, 31, 32. Thanks look pretty young thanks okay anyway uh what does pop culture mean to you what is like the definition of pop culture popular culture i guess is the thing okay what does that like mean to you it's a broad question it's uh it means things that are like of general interest across a wide cross-section of the population so that could mean uh music that's you know easily listenable (laughs) 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 Not too offensive, you know, not too specified. So no heavy metal? That's right. not pop culture? Not um, part of the- I mean, there's been bands like Metallica might have crossed over a bit into pop culture, but generally, no, not, not heavy metal. Pop culture, yeah, I mean, I think music sort of represents a, like a clear picture of what pop culture, like something that a lot of people relate to. Mm. But it probably could also mean like, you know, television, popular shows or Netflix and what have you, movies, things that I don't do, all this stuff that I don't do anymore, sports. So do you think there's that one should, I mean, you can live either way. There's no sort of right or wrong way to live your life. Do you think it's important to stay in touch with pop culture or 
not not at all like it doesn't matter i think it generally doesn't matter but it sort of depends on the life that you want to have and what makes you happy so like if you want to have conversations with your friends at happy hour about what happened on the bachelor last night <laughs> if that like if you find that really fun which a lot of people do because there's like i know there's like bachelor get togethers yeah viewing parties <laughs> yeah exactly then you're going to need to stay on top of this stuff if you want to be a part of that circle, you know? Otherwise, you'll be, you're not going to get a rose at the next uh, <laughs> happy hour. So I guess like the other maybe important aspect of it is if it somehow um, crosses over into like politics um, or like public policy, you mm. know? If there's, you know, pe- if there's like a, a music icon who is weighing in on like the gun control debate or something like that and you know people are discussing this then it could be beneficial to like know what the latest discussions are so i feel like today as a pop icon is that the right term yeah you have to have a say about everything and if you don't have sort of uh this is where i stand then then you're nobody yeah, I don't know if your impact is or your influence, mm-hmm. which is also another really strange thing, influences. I mean, I think we've always had those, right? Like the Madonnas of the world, but nobody really walked around trying to dress like Madonna. You sort of idolized her, but mm. you didn't try and be her. But now it's not only looking at them and going oh she's cool now it's like i want to be her you know i watch now it's like i want the kanye shoes yeah i want the kanye shoes i want the kim kardashian makeup kit or whatever she's like it's so interesting to see on instagram how people are obsessed with growing their booty like there were no (laughs) white girls interested in growing their booty pre-1990 you know, or 2000. And now every single gym girl is grow your booty. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I can't believe that either. I'm not even sure it's like actually happening. It's actually happening it, though, right? It's a thing. It's, you know, if you, if you don't want to go to the gym, then obviously people go and get these like really dangerous injections. Yeah. Put so this in... is because of Kim Kardashian? For sure. Crazy. They are the pop culture icon family they're the most iconic yeah love them or hate them right they are the most iconic pop culture family so everything it's like the lips and the highlighting i've watched this and only recently i sat and thought about it i was like okay amazing so but i mean back to your original question is it important to know about uh, these things that's the thing i it might be important to know why you're, uh, that girl you're dating is uh, getting her ass injected. Right. I think that's... <laughs> it's like out of medical necessity or because she, she wants to look like Kim. But that's the thing. So I think it's shaping people. Like I said before, it was Rolling Stones is so cool. I love their music, right? And maybe you buy a t-shirt, but you never wanted... Or maybe you did secretly. Like before, I think it was a secret wishing or desire to be like your icon. But now it's no longer secret. It's... I'm putting it on Instagram that I want to be Kim Kardashian because I have the dead straight wig and the lips and the highlighter and the ass. And it's just (laughs) fascinating to me to watch. So, yeah, I don't know if it's important to know or keep up with it. So I usually go 
for months without knowing anything and then i'll see something on instagram and then i fall down the pop culture vortex yeah. and learn 50 things right and then emerge and forget about it for a couple months but i'm, I'm way out of the loop so don't feel too bad um my ass is really small is <laughs> so this maybe, bad maybe you need to work on uh, do some grow your booty exercises maybe and uh you know maybe injections if you don't want to work out i, I will not be doing that what are your thoughts on Cardi B? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Who's that? So I've Cardi, heard the name. Cardi B is now the new sensation Okay. Uh, in pop culture. Oh, is she the girl who had the uh, the show? She was on Love and Hip Hop. Okay. Yeah, and we, she was told all, me about up, this. all up in your feelings. Okay. okay? Now she's got uh, an album or something? She does. Not only that. Let's Shall we pull up some of Cardi's uh, claims to fame? All right. This is her Wikipedia page. It's very in-depth. So Cardi B is an American rapper. She hmm. first attracted attention for discussing her career as a stripper on social media, coupled with her no-filter attitude. She became an internet celebrity through Instagram. Can you play me some? Play you some Cardi B? Yeah. All right. This was her single called Bodak Yellow. <laughs> what does that mean? God knows, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, she's got a she got a nice wedge while she's riding a camel. <laughs> she's got a pet le leopard. That's pretty badass. <laughs> All right. Well, it doesn't really sound like uh, it's like. Whatever. So your definition of pop culture, which is non-offensive, I mean, she just says the F word over and yeah. over again. I guess we are less sensitive to that type of thing. Right. These yeah, days. maybe if non I was thinking about that because, I mean, a lot of people were sort of offended by, uh, what's her name? Lady Gaga? No, the girl who was uh, on Disney and then went to do whatever. Oh, Miley Cyrus, right? Yeah. Hannah Montana. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people were sort of offended by her antics as well. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it pushes the envelope for sure. Pop culture, pop music, pop culture. She is, hold on. She broke a record. She is, her debut single for Atlantic titled Bodak Yellow reached number one on the US Billboard Hot 100 chart, making her the second ever female rapper to do so with a solo output following Lauren Hill in 1998. Yeah. Um, I think people sort of like get into somebody who's like sort of making their own way in a way that hasn't been done before. Whether or not it's like, she's probably not the most talented rapper of all time, right? Yeah, but she has the, I think what it is, is she has the whole rounded Presentation. Right. So she doesn't try and speak like somebody she's not. You know, she didn't yeah. like polish herself for Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, she has political opinions. She said we must vote for Bernie Sanders, Papa Bernie. And she gives him like these nicknames. So it's never <laughs> proper in inverted commas. Yeah. He was 
honest about her stripping, usually that's like discovered and then they mm. shame you for it, yeah. you know. So she was just upfront about everything. And it's really, it's amazing to me. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think when someone sort of uh, comes and does their own thing on their own terms and they're just themselves blatantly, like unapologetically, I think people really sort of take to that, you know? Mm. Like, I think that's sort of the one of the attractions to like um, being a professional poker player is, you know, it's someone who's out there like just on their own schedule, their own terms, doing their own thing. So do you see do you see more more of this, like more of this trajectory over the polished sort of yeah for sure like coming back to madonna she was never regarded like back in the day as sort of like a glamour queen i don't think i don't think she was like supermodel type she was sort of uh she was like the lady gaga of the time right right. like her outfits were kind of outrageous yeah outlandish and she was like kind of vulgar so yeah so nothing's changed nothing's changed no nothing's changed okay it just it, it feels like like it i think just because we consume a lot more of that type of content well yeah there's more uh, there's more ways to see these types of people there's more access for these people to be visible mm. and there's just so many different people out there that like there's always going to be someone who's interesting next like who's next in line this different person that we've never sort of seen this type of person before yeah i think i love you I... could be next <laughs> you're gonna be next i'm gonna be next yep uh okay i better take some tip from cardi b yeah you need a pet leopard <laughs> we should get a pet leopard that'd be awesome i wouldn't mind that i don't think that's legal is it Probably uh not. could be against our lease agreement <laughs> oh just the lease <laughs> yeah. i don't think it's legal to keep a wild animal she has got it on a leash no <laughs> another thing i wanted to ask is cardi b is hot now right but then there's also so we reward these icons so much with like attention because that's the most valuable commodity, right? So even if I can't buy your album, mm-hmm. if I share it with somebody who can. Yep. So attention is everything. But then we chastise them the most as well. Why do you think that is? What do you mean chastise them? Like if they do anything that you don't agree with. We were talking about this earlier this week about how we're so angry everybody's angry about something yeah you know you're angry about politics or you're angry about your friend's comment on instagram and now she's angry that you're angry and everybody's always angry i saw a really good uh quote on twitter Mm. it was the mob is never happy unless there's something to be unhappy about (laughs) so Mm. do you think we just like one ponder that for a while throbbing mob i mean i think we are and we like to think that we're not yeah because we all think we're so individual but if you are getting riled up over somebody's comment online then it just somebody outside has the ability to influence your mood and your reaction to something yeah why do you think they judge them so harshly I don't know. I think it's a weird sort of like human condition to do that. I mean, we all have opinions on things, uh, how we want the world to move forward. And if somebody is like deviating from that vision, then maybe that's why part of the reason why (laughs) they get angry with them. Uh, Maybe part of it is like each person has their faults. And so it helps. It's a lot easier to get mad at somebody else for having faults than it is to like get mad at yourself. For having your faults. Yeah. 
Do you think your YouTube audience would get very angry if you started making like tech review Tuesday videos <laughs> or you started making, I don't know, workout videos? Yeah, they would. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. would. They'd yeah. get extremely angry. The interview with Kristen had a much higher percentage of thumbs down than the, the <laughs> typical poker vlogs. Because there was no poker hands. Yeah. Even though I said in the very beginning of the video, guys, just FYI, there's no poker hands in this video, so skip to the next one if that's what you're here for. They had to click thumbs down before leaving before the video. <laughs> just to make it known that they want these videos to be about poker hands. Ah, uh, it, It's really fascinating <laughs> to me. I love how, you know, if you just take a step back, you watch the interaction of human beings. Yeah, pop culture. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, we put these people up on a pedestal. You know, they make something, they make some entertainment for us, you know, whether that's music or a TV show or a movie or something. And then when we are shocked back into the realization that they're, you know, just another person with maybe Fools. an opinion and, yeah, differing opinions and various flaws, then we get very angry that they're up on this pedestal and they're doing something that is not perfect, which doesn't seem to make a lot of sense because. We didn't put them up there because they were perfect. We put them up there because they, they made cool music. That's interesting. So do you think with the rise of the stars being these rounded people, so you know their stance on everything, do you think that's better or worse than having somebody who is just a poker player, you know, or just a... Like, I don't know anything about Michael Phelps besides that he's an Olympic swimmer. Mm-hmm. So if he did something, I wouldn't know that it deviated from his stance on religion or yeah. politics. Well, he got in trouble for a smoking pot. Like there was outcry. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm so confused. <laughs> do you know, like I don't think Cardi B can do any wrong because she's already come out saying that I've done everything that you might judge me for. So whatever. Well, maybe she could upset like the black community for saying well i don't know maybe like not. kanye west is upsetting everybody <laughs> exactly. possible exactly <laughs> but you don't like i can't i can't even speak on kanye west yet because i don't know whether he's trolling or like <laughs> promote trying to pre-promote a new album or his new yeezy collection or he really feels that way i don't i have no idea so you mm -hmm. know i can't really comment on that and that would be another you know, pop culture vortex to fall down into. But yeah, if you're on Twitter and you follow Daniel Negreanu and he says something about politics, there are tons of people that get angry either at what he's saying or the fact that he's talking about politics and they tell him to stick to poker. But or even if he's talking about hockey, they say... Stick to poker? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> even though he's like a massive hockey fan and whatever. He's Canadian, so he knows his hockey. I guess it's like sort of putting things in boxes so that they are manageable. But then we forget that these people are multifaceted with different, you know, different likes. Don't tell anybody what you don't like or what you do like. Just stick to the poker hat. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I guess so. Well, um, is there anything else you want to talk about? I've been asking you for weeks. What? Tell us what's happening next week. And <laughs> next week zero is happening in your life just studying and poker right uh yeah well i mean yeah 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going to look into, I don't know if you want to leave this in, but I'm looking into the Twitch landscape. So okay. A couple of things to look into in that regard. Aside from that, poker, videos, Las Vegas. I think all your followers are going to leave you now that you, if you start twitching, because that's not <laughs> what they came for. <laughs> yes. Are you nervous? Angry mob coming my way. <laughs> are you nervous about that? Uh, not really about that. Just that it might be a waste of time. But how do you judge? Like, you don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's never really a waste of time. There's nothing wrong with, like, trying something. I guess I'm more worried about, like, if I do start live streaming on Twitch, there's two worries. One, there's going to be sort of a lot of people there already. Because normally when people start on Twitch, they're starting from the ground up. And they sort of refine themselves along the way. Oh. And then more people join as the stream <laughs> gets better. My stream is going to be terrible comparatively and there's gonna be a lot of people there already oh. so it could be <gasps> terrible what do you think you could do to like prepare yourself for well streaming? i'm gonna try and do like a couple of test streams without anybody knowing that <laughs> i'll be here watching <laughs> um i can also ask like kevin martin and jamie staples for tips advice and uh yeah otherwise it's just hop in there have you downloaded your thing yet your new client no, that's the other thing that's going yeah. on. You need to download the new client. Can, I saw a tweet about that. I was like, oh, yeah. We can, we can sit here in Vegas and play with people, play poker for real money with people in New Jersey and Delaware. Exciting. Exciting. That's cool. Mm -hmm. The other uh, thing I'm worried about with Twitch is that I accidentally leave the live stream on and I'm not aware of it and it captures <laughs> something. <laughs> something we don't want it to capture. I think you now you're going to have to have a flap over your camera. Jason Somerville still has one. Puts really? one on. Yeah. Just in case. Yep. That's frightening. But I mean, what would people see the worst of? You sitting on the couch? Me naked. <laughs> My small ass, uninjected. They might, they might encourage you to get some booty, booty yeah, shots. Exactly. <laughs> the whole world will see it. The whole poker twitch world. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, well, we'll try and, you know, put a reminder on your phone or something to... Just need the flap. Need the, the, Somerville, the Somerville flap. Camera flap. Yeah, well, we got some really good feedback on the Brad Owen episode, Professional Hot Chicks. We did. Um, yeah, people really enjoyed hearing from Bradley Owen. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and give it a listen. It is... Uh, funny episode mm -hmm. brad telling us about dating in 2018 yeah that was a fun one check it out that's it when's your next video dropping today today yeah trying to compete with tell <laughs> okay okay thanks for having us on your podcast my listeners my homies thanks for listening to tells and if you like this podcast please rate it on itunes subscribe and share it with your friends yep bye, bye.